I'm thinking something like. Have you seen the movie Barbie? I did. I saw the movie Barbie, but I saw it after Oppenheimer, like five minutes. Wait, you did that challenge back to back? Is that a challenge? I saw people saying that it was a challenge to watch them back to back. I was like, how the heck are they doing that? That's- yeah. How I mean, you that? get to choose if you want to see Barbie first or Oppenheimer first. Wait, is it a deal? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you saw the longer one. I saw Oppenheimer. And then my friend was like, we have five minutes to get to the next theater for Barbie. And I was like, like, you know, Oppenheimer was so good. I want to see both of these movies. Like our theater, Opry Mills in oh. Nashville, is one of the only ones showing it as it should be shown. Like it, um, in IMAX, in the correct oh. IMAX mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. So like we really have a treat. Nice. Yeah. And it's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So I loved, I, I enjoyed Barbie, but I think I need to see it again because mm-hmm. I was just such on a high from Oppenheimer mm-hmm. and then yeah. going to like, hi, Ken. It was like, you're like I'm not ready <laughs> yeah. for this. I just saw some real shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think I just had a little bit of a different experience. Well, I want to go see it. So you haven't seen you, Barbie? I haven't seen either one of them. What? Yeah. Let's run it back. <laughs> Off number to Barbie. No. <laughs> no. I'll do one at a time. Okay. But yeah, that's probably But if you want to see it, Barbie again. I do. I want to see it. Okay. I keep hearing, like, I really didn't have an interest in it, but the more people talk about it, they're saying it's it's not what you think, and there's a lot of life meaning stuff yeah so (laughs) i mean after you you watch a thing about a bomb that really happened you're like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just had a different experience but i Mm -hmm. i I cried during barbie i had Mm -hmm. a good experience with it Mm -hmm. i think the ending was a little confusing for me it was all over the place but i think i just need to see it again (laughs) okay (laughs) the ending was like Color, like, people of color are cool, but also men are cool, and women are awesome, too. Ah! It was just like, you know. No. Well, you will. (laughs) I need to see it. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll watch it again. Oh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You are? Mm Mm-hmm. Everything's groovy in your life? I don't know if I go that far. (laughs) Okay. I just literally worded, you're doing good in a different way, and you were like, well, I wouldn't say groovy. Groovy feels like fantastic. Like I'm enjoying parts of my life and parts of my life are, there's just some personal things. I think I'm just trying to work out and work through and that's not always the fun stuff, but yeah, um, worthwhile. But yeah. Are you in therapy? Um, I don't go to a therapist like every week, but like I, I had a therapist like brain spot me. Okay. But it's somebody that I knew. So it's like. Recently? Let's trade. Yeah, like last week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But then I do like sound therapy and Reiki. Okay. Like, and it just opens up stuff and then I'm, you know, going through it. So. Why aren't you in something like that I'm in? Um. I don't feel like I, I need something like consistent like that all the time. I just have enough things I engage with that I'm I'm working through things, and all of my friends are therapists. Okay. <laughs> um. So I mean, I did therapy for years, weekly for years. Got you. Um. And so, um, you know, I do psychedelics every so often, and then it's 
just people I'm around, I, I, I'm able to talk and work through things and things I do, you know, personally help me. So I don't know. I've never, I haven't felt the need to go to a, a therapist like weekly for a while. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But there's always stuff therapeutic that I'm doing. Well, I'm glad you're working yeah. through stuff. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good. I'm happy and I'm going through a lot of deep stuff in therapy. Like I mm-hmm. feel like we're in the thick of it right now, good. which is like, I, <laughs> I've been going, <laughs> and I'm like, I know that's kind of a joke, but also I feel like I'm going to vomit and I've never felt that before. Mm-hmm. But like, like today on my way to therapy, I was like, I feel like I'm going into battle. And mm-hmm. Alex, my you boyfriend, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like, well, this is one battle that's not going to kill you. And I was like, you're yeah. right. It's going to make me live better. He's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. Squeeze his little face. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying therapy right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Those things, it's like the hardest ones are the most therapeutic ones. Oh, it's just so like, good. Oh, doing something good. I can see, like, she'll be like, <laughs> you want to brain spot that or you want to make art about that? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. This I've never really done this before, mm-hmm. but I've only done it sarcastically mm-hmm. when I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but my face will be like, like yeah. really. And she'll be like, your face just, you're making yeah. a face that says no. And I'm yeah. like, I know. I don't know I've what that is. I've literally had somebody ask, like start to cry when I've asked, like, do you want to brain spot that? And they're like, please. no. I'm like, we don't have to. But inside but I yeah. do want to. It's just a part of you that's like, we're about to go into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Like that pointer or just the word brain spotting. It's like, You're like, yeah. oh, we're about to heal. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Instead yeah. of just like it being some distant mm-hmm. feeling that's bothering like, Here me. Here we go. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good. You have a therapist that will invite you into that every time. Yes. Versus walking around it with you. Oh, my God. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. She's just at the end. She's always like, good work. And I'm like, you too. Like, I'm so <laughs> grateful for what she does. And I can see like I've been in therapy, like exposure therapy. And I came to the other side of that. Like mm-hmm. I can look back at my past and be like, that got me to another side. Mm-hmm. And I see what I'm going through now. Mm-hmm. The other side in the distance. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to be so fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying this right now. Good. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. Tell me about. The other good stuff, like I know you're traveling, you're doing all kinds I'm traveling. of fun stuff. I want to know about it. I just, I just, um, oh my goodness, mm. I just got flown out to LA. <gasps> yes, I didn't know this. Yeah, tell me. I got flown out to LA to film a Don't Tell special. Woo-hoo. Yes, and it was awesome. Like so fun. I'm just like there'll be moments where I'm living in the moment to where I'm like, man, from starting an open mic to mm-hmm. now I'm getting flown out somewhere. To do my thing and it was just like amazing it was so dope and I was like a little nervous because I'm like are these LA people gonna get my southern jokes and like stuff like that but I just had people coming up afterwards and being like you were our favorite and like people say such night they're they'll look me in my eyes and be like keep going okay this is where you're supposed to be and they're like I know you hear that and I'm like, no, this is such a beautiful moment. <laughs> I'm like, so no, grateful. Keep <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this shit's hard, bro. I appreciate it when yeah. you tell me that, you know? And I, I stayed with a friend out there, another comic I'd only met once. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we'll see how this goes. And we just connected so quickly. And <laughs> you do that with a lot of people, you know. I do. That's what Ritu <laughs> always says. She was like, oh, so surprised. I'm like, okay, yeah. I love that about you, though. <laughs> I literally was talking about that in therapy today. That was, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I love about myself is just mm-hmm. how 
or like how I really feel like myself when I hear people's stories and I'm able to connect with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I really feel in my bag mm-hmm. in those moments. Like yeah. I just feel so good. Oh. Yeah. So that. I'm, so I was able to connect with her and now we have a deeper friendship mm-hmm. and, um, meet some of the don't tell people like in person. I've only yeah. like talked to them over zoom mm-hmm. and they were just so cool and welcoming. And they were like, this is going to be a fun experience. Like, this isn't like, we aren't like other girls, you know, <laughs> they're just like, if you don't like what you film, it's cool. Just like, we'll do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I just felt dope. Yeah. That feeling of being accepted and not judged is so big. It's really it's so big. big. And I, and I went first too, which I, and I was looking at the other people and like looking at their credits and I started to get in my head uh, of like, who am I? Yeah. Da, da, da. And then. I was I'm like, Amber I, fucking Audrey. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta get back in my mindset, baby. And I did, and I smashed it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I am where I'm supposed to be, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was talking about in the episode that we just recorded. The, of saying like, you know, when he was talking about the the negative talk, mm-hmm. self talk, yes. but kind of using it as a a way to deflect. <laughs> Well, I mean, but he was using it as a way to to do like it pushes me to do better. If I if I think of myself as good, I won't be better. Right. But I, I would say I think we were both kind of saying the opposite, and that's what I think when you're like in that energy of it, you that's when you do better. Yes. Yeah, like you feel more present in the flow of it. A thousand percent. It mm-hmm. you take out that whole middle part mm-hmm. there there that there's no real benefit in. Mm-hmm. Like you can. Believe in yourself and also get better. Well, the part of you that looked at the credits of the people mm-hmm. that started getting nervous, that's the self-doubting part True. that doesn't let you go out there and, right? Yeah. I would imagine it's really hard just to have fun with it and do your best with that going on. True. Yeah. True. And I do feel like with the filming, I was like, oh, I could have been a little more present because with filming, it's like, yeah, I'm being filmed. I want to be perfect, you yeah. know? Um. But then also at the same time, I'm like, well, that's just, I learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. I smashed it, but I also learned for the next time. Mm-hmm. Now I've done one so I can feel a little, you know, Yeah. I, it was a cool moment to, I wasn't freaking out after. It wasn't like, oh my God, I suck. I was Aww. like, that was dope. I killed that I'm shit. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm I, so I want to go excited. be your fangirl <laughs> when you go do all these places. I want to go. Okay. I love it. I'm serious. <laughs> I am going to Austin in August. I mean, that's really soon. Wait, but like right now? When? Mm-hmm. August 21st. I'm headlining Roscoe's Comedy Club. So if someone out there <laughs> knows people in Austin, send them my way August 21st. This doesn't come out until September. So you missed it, <laughs> It was so dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Our producer was like, no, that's not. I'm like, Soon I'll be back. Watch you. But they can see Corey Knox. <gasps> I'm sorry, I shouted. You've already got this on a level 10. Yes. Corey Knox, our guest that we filmed with today. He's moving to Austin on the 20th. So you will be able to look him up. Mm-hmm. C-O-R-E-Y-J-K-N-O-X. He says it at the end, but. J stands for Jerome. Jerome. He was so good. He was. I loved him. I'm always like kind of thrown off by people that are so calm and being like, yeah, I'm pretty much good. <laughs> you are always, I'm you're like, like, you're good. <laughs> you're good. But yeah, he, I don't know. I've, I feel like, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't feel like it's hard to 
get to some of these places we see our guests talking about on their own, but it is surprising because their stories are some really, really difficult stuff that um, th the way they, they've made sense of it and how they are showing up in it. Um, it's impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. And I feel like towards the end is, and I feel like this happens sometimes, it's like when we got into some, they, he opened up a little more mm -hmm. about like talking about the, hating on yourself is what inspires you, yeah. you know? Um, what I liked about him too, is that we both had a little bit of a different thought process around that. And he was really open and received it. Like in the conversation, you could tell he took it in and was reflecting on it right there yes. in real time. And I really appreciate it. and like that. He's a great guy. That's why he's probably been able to do what he's done. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Cause he's able to take stuff in. Mm -hmm. He's wonderful. You yes. are going to love the episode. Yes. <laughs> Thanks fun. for listening. And also don't forget about float Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, we got codes TTN, the number 10 mm -hmm. and Amber 10 type that in and you get a discount. Float is so dope. It's like therapy that you can do on your own time. You can use it to prep for psychedelic work too. Boom. <laughs> okay. Enjoy Corey right. Knox. Thanks. <laughs> you just <laughs> really getting into it. Something I like the smell weird. of these microphones. I used to. <laughs> I you put fish, fish oil bread. on this. <laughs> You're like, hey. salted minnows underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> just a layer of salted minnows. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> Somebody was talking about bad neighbors they had the other day, and said that their neighbor put hot chili pepper sauce under the handles of their car. Damn. <laughs> I was like, they're not playing. Wow. That's, That's awful. Cool. Hi, little Licky. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Lick. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, girl. You got some bad bread. You got some bad bread. Okay. Don't be mean. I mean, <laughs> truthful, <laughs> honest. Not all of her friends are telling her. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Corey. Hey. Hey. Are we did it start. Is you? We're starting. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, you just you just. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You were chilling until I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel nervous? No. Okay. I feel great. Are you ready to talk about all your deep dark secrets? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but before we get started, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh. To you. Is and it? <laughs> I don't know. We're just all wearing green, and oh. I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh wow, we oh, are. We are. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> I thought you were just making fun of me, and no, then I was about to be. You're wearing the same thing. <laughs> That's very observant. It really is. I didn't mm. notice. I want to comment real quick on this liquid death that you're drinking. Yeah. What is that? The brand or the type of the type? It's water. Oh, it's right? it's Arnold's Palmer. This is, they came out with. Um, they're smart because it's like Arnold Palmer. It's, uh -huh. But it's their version of it, so it's like got a little agave and tea, and uh, it's really good. No alcohol? No. Oh. No, I think that's their thing. Oh. They're just anti-alcohol. Oh. oh. Yeah, Liquid Death is just all... Normally, I'm not trying to be a bro. Busy. I shouldn't even have it. It's a little bro-y. I know it is, but like, it's just good. Yeah, that's fine. Because the water one's kind of stupid. I'm like, dude, just get a bottle of water. But this one like tastes like it has flavor. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're allowed to like what you like. Yeah. <laughs> Murder your thirst. That's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like a. 
I'm not like sponsored or anything. Don't worry. No, I think I thought it was funny. I kn- the ro- bro didn't come to mind, but oh, when really? you said it is broery, and then I just saw murder. Yeah, it's a, there. It's, a, like, bro, oh. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a bro okay. brand. But this is it's funny. Armless Palmer. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Like some of the, they got a yeah they got a whole their whole tea one is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like tea. I don't know what to say. <laughs> are you from the South? No. I was about to ask that too. <laughs> oh, wait. You're not. Yeah. Uh-uh. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Buffalo, New York. Ooh. Yeah. And you like tea. I do. Yeah. They have tea in other parts of the country, but they're not. <laughs> no. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, they but it's with no ice and not sweetened, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have, it's not, a, the sweet tea is not good up there. Don't ever no. get it. No, it's bad. When sweet I fir- tea's bad. I yeah. Mm-hmm. When I first went to Chicago, I asked for sweet tea. They handed Nest, like the Nest thing in a can. Yeah. Um, or like yeah. brisk. Brisk is brisk, like the that's only what thing. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Everything <laughs> else is just garbage. How long ago did you move to the South? Six years about. Okay. Yeah, we're coming up on six years. Do you miss being from the North? No. Like living- really? I mean, I just... Um, I miss, I'm glad that I'm from there. I'm glad that I'm from Buffalo, but Buffalo is a, it's a great place. I'm, I'm just glad that I don't live there now. That's all. Why? Um, it's kind of just, yeah, I don't know. It's just a place where you, I don't, I don't want to be too mean. I love Buffalo, but <laughs> I just don't want to be there. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. It's not a family yes. thing at all. It has nothing to do with my family. <laughs> don't worry. So Take a big <laughs> No, I love my family and I love all my friends too. I just, it, it's kind of a place where you just do what you do there. And then you, you I don't want to say you file in cause there's really cool people that they're doing what they love to do. And I, I think it's great, but it's just not a place where I ever thought I'd stay and get to do mm. the things in my life that I'm doing now. So, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, and you talk about this a little in your set. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to play football there, right? I did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up um, wanting to play football for the uh, the Bills, and I got um, I got a chance to do that. Um, it didn't work out like the way I wanted to, but yeah, I was um, I was always wanting to play for that team, and uh, I don't know. Now that I look back at it, I'm starting to get this like thing of like I didn't really like football. Like I liked football, but like. <clears throat> I was kind of dealing with other things and I was using football to do that. Like that's really mm. probably more so what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back. Cause I was always into like art and I wanted to study architecture in college as I did. <clears throat> so like football was like a, I don't know. It was like kind of a weird thing. Yeah. How'd you choose that? Um, to process things. Like, can you talk more about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah that makes sense. Um, I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, my brother and I, we had like a, a little bit of a tough upbringing. My, my parents got divorced when we were young. Um, we were in a really bad car accident when I was like five years old. Um, my uncle died in the car accident, which was terrible. Um, I told everyone I didn't want to drive, but they made me. Um, so now it's a new joke. You, it's bad. It's, Cause it's he was joke. five. He wasn't driving. Really. I wasn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, mm. <laughs> I thought you meant like ever you didn't want to yeah. drive. No. But um, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's just a new joke. I'm sorry. I'm you slow. had to be subjected to that one. But <laughs> I am going to try and slip in a couple jokes here. Just so oh, yeah. Please do. <laughs> you Wouldn't that be the point? <laughs> no. What were you dealing with? What were like those things, but what was... 
Um, so my, um, yeah, my parents got divorced when we were young. Um, then after that, my dad was kind of in and out of prison for, mm-hmm. you know, uh, quite a bit of our childhood. So I think for me, um, sports was an outlet for, as it is for a lot of people. Yeah. And football was a way for me to like get the aggression out without being nasty to people in real life. That's um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I think I just took that to the, and my dad was like a tough dude mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like he, when he was around, that's the crazy part is like when he was around, he was like an incredible dad. Like he was, yeah. you know, like he would do the, cra- he would play hide and seek with us and just do all the craziest shit. Like, that no other dads would do. And then, you know, years later you find out, yeah, he was doing blow. So he's just like, let's go fucking play hide and go seek. <laughs> Every other dad's like, got to go to work. And he's just like, let's have fun. So, Aww. but it, no, but like overall, he was like an awesome dad. And all my friends are always like, I wish, I wish we had your dad um, as a dad. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was good when he was there. When he wasn't, I had to kind of deal with, you know, what was going on. And I think sports was like the first thing that, I got into that I was kind of good at, but I could just really put all my effort into and all my frustration and anger. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the water boy came out and I was like, oh, they're making movies about guys like this. This is good. This is really cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, it felt cool. And, and uh, yeah, so I just really I think I used that as a tool to try and get a scholarship because I wasn't great in school. Mm-hmm. I never really paid attention or anything. Um, and uh, yeah. So that uh, eventually led to an opportunity to play for my hometown team, uh, the Buffalo Bills. And then uh, that didn't work out because, you know, we got a new head coach. And let's not talk about that part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that. I do that enough in my stand-up. I talk about how that didn't work out. But it's just part of it. It's just part of life. Well, <laughs> have you so have you come to grips with that? Yeah, yet? right, right. I think so. I think I'm happy that I'm not bashing my head against other people right now, and I'm able to do stand up, and I still have relative cognitive function, and I can yeah. remember yeah. jokes kind of sometimes. <laughs> and you know, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. I think the the more I get to do stand up, hopefully on a bigger level or comedy in general, I'll be I'll be like happier that I didn't. Mm. take that route i guess mm-hmm. and now i don't know football players are just douchey now that i look at them i'm just like yeah they're not as cool to me <laughs> as they used to be yeah and i don't know it sounds like okay so when it when football first didn't pan out mm-hmm. were you like freaking out because it sounds like now like you've most of the way mm-hmm. come to terms with it but there's still like a little pain in not it not working out even though you didn't want it to i'm sorry <laughs> He's, he's tipping the table. Jeez, wow, well, let's talk about it. No, <laughs> no. I think, um, I think, uh, what was your questioning? <laughs> CTE just kicks in sometimes. It's not good. It, but your word, like, it kind of sounds like you're part way over football not working out, mm-hmm. but that there's still a little like disappointment in it yeah yeah I mean I worked really hard to get the chances I got and uh I still think that I would have like I would have been a good player I think that's what it is more so than anything it's not like like I feel like I have another purpose in life it's not like I was like one of those dudes that's like if I don't make it I'm not gonna it's funny because people (laughs) when I did get signed like childhood friends and like my brother's friends they would like come up to me and they'd be like 
you better make the team because if not, dude, you got nothing. Oh my god! man. Like they would say shit like that to me. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. And I think <laughs> I think about that shit all the time. Where I'm like, God damn. But that's what I'm trying to get at with the Buffalo thing. Is like I love people from there, but they couldn't understand anything other than that opportunity, which yeah. is why they're a great fan base, which is why they're charming people in their own way. But I was just like, yeah, man, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out after that. Mm -hmm. So I'm still figuring things out. I feel much better about life overall after sports. It's a tough thing for every, any athlete to like figure out what they're doing next. You know, no one, how do you train for that long and be into something for that long? And then someday someone's just like, oh yeah, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Damn. I hate working out now because I'm like, there's no reason for me to do any of this. And then everyone's just filming themselves at the gym and I'm just like, God, I got to get out of here. But yeah. How did so. you switch over to stand up? You said that you always wanted to do art. Yeah. I mean, I love stand up. I think um, going back to my dad a little bit, <clears throat> he was a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always, you know, he when you know, when he would screw something up or be bad, he would use humor to be like, hey, I'm still a funny guy. You know, like mm-hmm. that was very much so part of his like cycle of things. So I learned and I watched him from a young age walk into every room and know how to make everyone laugh like that's just what he did Mm -hmm. um and it and then he would make us laugh and we would never you'd never get mad at him that way you know and he was just really good at doing that so I think I learned that at a young age and I think I want to do that but I don't want the bad part so I like I've been trying to as I get older like be a better person but then also be able to make people laugh because I the other side of it is is can be slippery you know yeah what when you say the bad part what is that <clears throat> he was uh you know he got into drugs and that really dictated his life mm-hmm. you know for like most of my childhood and our our childhood and mm-hmm. he struggled with it for years and um yeah, so I, I never wanted to go down that route and I never wanted to be the party guy or the guy that was I was a little bit of a square when I was younger because I was so worried about like doing, you know, now I'm a, you know, certified pothead, but I like <laughs> when I was younger, I was like <laughs> when I was younger, I would be like, you know, drugs are bad. You know, I was like mm. writing the dare essay and I was never good enough to get picked to actually be the person that was picked for the dare thing, but you know. <laughs> obviously but i mean is that really like a bragging thing though? I mean, no but i wanted it so bad i was like Aww. i was like what does he this fucking guy have that i don't <laughs> and then he ended up being like the biggest like druggie in our high school and like <gasps> in like 10th grade he was selling weed to like seventh graders i'm like what the he fuck knew the this? product no he knew he was smart. he was like i know what this is gonna turn into it's yeah. an industry and i'm just i was just mad that he figured it out before i did <laughs> so yeah um, did that answer your question? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. What's your relationship with your dad like now? Well, um, he <laughs> he passed away last year. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's been, you know, uh, it's been very difficult. I'm st- as as we all know, you know, it's it losing someone that's close. I never lost someone that close to me, and mm-hmm. he was like a hero to me growing mm-hmm. up. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I've I've figured I've just tried to like live my life recently like as much take as much of him as I can and like use that in the positive, mm-hmm. which is part of it that uh, I'm enjoying. But yeah, obviously miss him every day. And, yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah. where where do you like you have siblings, right? I do. Yeah, I have an older brother. Can like where do you find your support after 
something like that happens? Um, I mean, our, our whole family is kind of like a traditional, like old school, you know, first, second generation immigrants where they're like, you don't talk about the badge. It's not that you don't talk about it, but it's not like dealt with well. So I think um, I've really tried to use positive outlets to whether it be working out, stand up, writing, um, just better ways of get. I stopped drinking a couple of months ago because I was like, well, I haven't gotten a DWI since like middle school. So let's just <laughs> let's just counter. <laughs> let's just be like, all right. We, uh, Was we that made your it, idea dude. of being a square? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I drank, but I wouldn't do anything else. I was like, this is the one thing. I'm in a square. In the seventh grade, I'm like, yeah. But it was like my thing. I was like, I'll, I, yeah, because I had an older brother. So like his friends <laughs> would always get me drunk. And so it's their fault, obviously. But it was, <laughs> it was like, I was the bartender at every party, at every high school party. They're like, where's the bartender? And I'm just oh, like, no. don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But, and that's not good. But, um, you know. But I figured out how to kind of not get in trouble this far. So I'm like, I should probably stop drinking. It's been fun. But so, yeah, those are the ways that I've been, you know, my, my brother struggles. He's been struggling with it. We all have. But mm-hmm. I, I hope that <clears throat> everyone back home, I'm not home, so it's hard to be around and talk. I try to call as much as I can. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, it's one of those things. It was It was very sudden for a lot of us. And, you know, we... I don't know. He's just—he was such a character in our family that it's like it don't—it still doesn't for me, especially. It doesn't feel like it had happened really. Still, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. It sounds like you're pretty like you say that your family doesn't really um, like dive into the emotions of things, but it sounds like you do on y- your own. Yeah. I think um, I think I'm a very emotional person, um, and like it's, I think it's weird because I don't maybe look like that person on the surface in a way sometimes. But also, I think I've like tried to figure as much out on my own as I can because I think I've had to since I was a kid mm. a little bit. Like I was, I never, I never had like rules when I was younger. I don't think like I would always just like when my parents split up, like th- they weren't, they were kind of out partying, like doing what they wanted. So I never had like I was just out whenever I wanted I've never had a curfew I never had to check in with anyone so I think I had to like be careful and kind of have like a self awareness about what was going Mm -hmm. on or else I would have gotten into trouble and I that was like the last thing I wanted to do so I think I've tried to and I've read and I've tried well I shouldn't say I've listened to a lot of audiobooks Mm -hmm. and I've I've tried to like learn more about um what's going on and maybe the things that I don't realize are going on um and I've tried to do that as much as I can so yeah that's, that's impressive it thanks. is yeah thanks i don't know i don't know if it sometimes doesn't feel like it's working but it's <laughs> well, i think it's all i can keeps do happening and is hard exactly it's, to me it's are you like you i think you were kind of like you've been able to make sense of some of the things that's happened and how you're experiencing them and i think that's really all we can do yeah, I thought about this the other day. Like, it's think just bad things are going to happen, and they're gonna. They're it's not gonna stop, you know. So you're kind of like, I think the smarter, more wise people try and figure out like, how am I gonna deal with this? How could I, you know, minimize the the pain and the things that we're gonna be. I I felt like the last few times I even went home and visited, I I just saw my dad like not looking as well and mm. I was like mm. oh yeah he's you know he's he's getting to that point that he's just he just had fun he was a blast he just did mm. whatever he wanted and there was no 
you know, there's no questioning it. So um, I kind of felt it, but no one else really did because they had been seeing him every day. And then mm-hmm. I like when I got the call, I obviously was shocked, but I wasn't like, oh, I can't believe this. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this guy's just been going hard for a while. Mm-hmm. The pain, and that's what happens. Yeah. So it sounds like you've really um, like come to <clears throat> terms with who your dad was and y'all's relationship because yeah. uh, you were like, I wanted to be like him, but not the bad ways. Like, yeah. I think it's be, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, w- I was going to say like, um, how do I word this? Like, do you feel like you got to say everything you wanted to say to your dad? And if not, how did you like come? You just sound so like grounded and like, <laughs> I don't, does, am I making sense? And like who your dad was and your relationship? Well, you're just able to talk about it with, um, a, I guess a level of awareness. Yeah. Without, like, um, we both have lost our dads too. And that, so we, it can be very hard to even sit with it here. So for you to be able to talk about it with us and have already made some sense out of it. Does that yeah. make sense? Is yeah. that what you're kind of getting at? Yeah. I, th- I'm trying to, I, I, sometimes I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm not okay with, like, it, I think about it every single day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's with me every day, mm-hmm. and it will be forever, obviously. You all know that. But um, I think just, like, trying to be as positive as I can about it is, like, the decision I made. Like, I did I did the eulogy at the Catholic church that we had the service at, mm. and it bombed. Like, just bad. Oh. Just No, it, it was fine. It was actually kind of, it was a little funny. <laughs> like, I did. Did a couple jokes that actually got people to laugh, and I was like, "Nice." Maybe I love it. That's maybe I'll get gay. booked. Maybe I'll get booked here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Have they reached out to here, you? This is clean Christian comedy, <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> Book me. <laughs> oh man! Headlining. No, <laughs> headlining. Our Lady of Chinstahova Church, Corey Knox. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, uh, <laughs> sorry. that is a market that people haven't really tapped into though. Right. If you could like crush at funerals, yeah, you, murder. Just, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I think there's something there. I think we can start a comedy tour. We just do. Wait, just don't do say fun- we. No, this is for <laughs> you. Is okay. I'm going to be come strictly a funeral. Comedian. Specialty. Yeah. This is my, uh, my forte. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> I think just knowing that <laughs> someone also has to like carry the torch in my family. And mm-hmm. um, I think I, even though I might not, like, I don't think, I think my grandma's the funniest person in our entire family and she's mm-hmm. hilarious. And I think my dad's like right underneath her. And I think I'm not even close to being as funny as them, but like there's someone that has to kind of keep, keep the comedic relief going. And it doesn't seem like, I, and it's not that anyone, a lot of people are funny in my family, but they're like, he was just a unique brand of funny. And I, like, I feel like I have to at least be that for everyone else when I go home or whenever, you know, but I think that's why I'm okay. I'm not okay with it, but like, it feels like I've understood our relationship better because the rest of it was hard to like, it's hard to think about what the rest of our relationship was, you know, it's like, cause I, I want to think like, how can I take this terrible thing and just mm. like have it be, be okay with it for, because you have to live with it. That's what people don't understand. You have to live with that happening forever um, until you're gone. So mm-hmm. that's something that I don't think I quite understood until it happened. I was like, 
oh, this is the part that's brutal. It's like you, you all know that your par- mm-hmm. one, you know, your parents and people you love are going to die, but when it happens, you just have to be reminded of it all the time, and it's not, it doesn't go away. It's mm-hmm. sitting there with you all the time. So, like, that is, like, something that you don't think about until it happens, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's my way of, I think, honoring him and what I saw him be able to do my whole life when things were good is make everyone laugh and be a silly dude and yeah he was he was the best yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you're my, like helping i mean you're carrying on that memory yeah doing that that's pretty dope yeah that's, that's so nice i think i always kind of knew that i don't know that that was going to be the scenario at some point you know i didn't think he was going to live till he was like 70 or 80 or anything like that i was like mm-hmm. he just dude just went hard you know mm-hmm. he was having fun mm-hmm. so but um yeah and then uh, a thing that actually happened, <clears throat> so my roommate that I was living with, he's also one of my best friends. I'd been living with him for about five years. He was this first place I moved to when I moved to Nashville. Became great friends with this dude, a musician. Um, he had been diagnosed with cancer uh, like, I want to say, a year and seven months ago. And then... Uh, five months into his treatment, my dad died. Damn. Yeah. So it was like we we were living in the house together, and that was crazy. And then a week later, his dad died. No. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So we were like, holy shit. You know, we thought like 2020 was bad, but like it was just, it it was just, yeah, we couldn't even like process what was even happening, I I don't think. and we still haven't really. I went over there the other day and we talked and, you know, mm-hmm. he's doing much better. He's in remission. He's doing great. But, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was pretty heavy for a while, mm-hmm. you know, just figuring out how to feel okay. And mm-hmm. he was really cool. Like, he let me slide on rent for, like, five months. So mm-hmm. I was just, you know, stealing from a cancer patient, which yeah, is good. I was going to say. <laughs> I paid him back. I totally <laughs> paid him back. I think. I think I paid him back. <laughs> We How much we was that liquid death, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be living pretty large. God, that's mm-hmm. hard, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in that situation, I'd be like, life just is fucking punching you in the face again and again. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was just like um, a really test, like a moment where you're like, okay, either you make something fun, funny out of this or you, you like cope with it and you do what you can to keep going or you just get pushed down into whatever vices you have, whatever drinking you're doing, whatever drugs you might be doing. And it might, you know, and your actual, what you've been trying to do, it could ruin you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't want that to happen. I know he didn't want that to happen. And, you know, we kind of stuck through it and, um, yeah. So it's, it's been a, yeah, it's been an interesting, uh, couple years to say the least. It's, we've been, yeah, dealing with a lot of shit, Mm -hmm. but we're both doing better now. He's doing great and he's back to his normal life and he's, yeah. So we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you speak or share your thoughts around how, cause it seems like <clears throat> with comedians, it's like sometimes being funny can be a way to work through things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes it can be just kind of a, a thing that we focus on that keeps us from working through things. And this being funny for you, humor is such so tied into the loss of your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you experience 
that because I've heard you say like I focus so much on just the positive and the good because there's pain there too. Sure. And I imagine being funny, you feel close to your dad or it feels like honoring to him. So it feels like it's really all mixed together for you. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I think at a younger age, I kind of had to figure out how to be um, okay by myself and okay away from people and mm -hmm. okay with, you know, what what was happening at the time that was kind of out of my control. Um, I wasn't like a class clown or anything. I never was like, you know, that type of, but like just a, a good laugh can make you feel unbelievable and the mm -hmm. people around you, it makes you, them feel good. So I, I think I started to do that when I was a little bit younger and I started to realize the value of that. But I don't think I've ever like shied away from the pain I was feeling. I think I always felt it and thought about it and like you know acknowledged it and then kind of moved on but yeah there's there's very much so like uh i don't know i think i was using sports for a while to deal mm -hmm. with the pain and yeah. and it was like if i was mad that my dad wasn't around or something's going on with my mom or whatever the hell was going on i just went and played harder on the football field and like mm -hmm. that got me through it a little bit but i still knew that it wasn't normal to be running around like an idiot just trying to be angry at people that had nothing to do with my parents' divorce. <laughs> you know, that was, that was kind of weird thing to do, but it helped me play harder in football. Yeah. But you didn't know that at the time. I mean, I did a little, I knew that I, <laughs> I mean, I did a <laughs> Your little, face, you're like, yeah. I did a little bit, <laughs> like I, but I, I think, <laughs> but you were, come on, you just were, <laughs> you know, no, <laughs> I, think, I mean, I guess I don't know that for a fact, but I feel yeah. like, as you're doing it, being like, this is, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I mean, bashing your whole body against people is not, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I was like, oh, this is not healthy or good for you. But, um, it's a common thing in sports <clears throat> though, like with football, of yeah. like, let them go get their aggression out mm -hmm. on the field. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a certain point where you're like, you need to have more than that also do you mm -hmm. have to be like a skillful player that like studies the game and, and all that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. i like that's where i was like i'm like i don't want to pay attention to this fucking, <laughs> i don't like it this much i just want to hit people <laughs> that's really and that's really all i did like i just was like a, i just hit people i knew the game a little bit but i didn't i didn't like the people <laughs> you played professional yeah football. but like i didn't like the people enough like i had one good college football friend and we were only friends because he was a six foot eight turkish guy that could dance and he was hilarious and we would Aww. just make fun of most of the other football players because of how broy they were but like that was the, that was like what i liked about football i had some good friends in football but like i wasn't like a broy football guy and i think some people are like oh that's that that's what you are and i'm like no i'm not I'm sure I've had my moments, but I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that answered the question. So since comedy is so important to you, do you feel like when you have a hard set or like you aren't getting what you want, are you able to, you know, I feel like you have such a um, way of being like, oh, this is just how things are. Like so I feel it I. and then I move on. Yeah. <laughs> of being positive you don't want to deal with the shit yeah but like when comedy doesn't work out the way you want how does that make you feel yeah i think i'm starting to deal with that more now that i've been doing it for a little bit longer where i'm just like oh i'm i'm not expecting things but i feel like if 
certain things don't start to happen, I'm like, oh, is this a failure? Am I just not good at this? Those mm. types of things start to creep in. So I'm figuring out how to <clears throat> deal with those. And um, I think I'm just doing that by like, you know, moving out of the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. But what I want to. I don't know what I'm moving. Said. I'm moving to Austin on the 20th. Oh. Yeah. That's not what, that's not why I'm moving, but I, I want to challenge myself in comedy and I want to go to, a, I've never moved to a new scene that's different than what I started. And so. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. I think I'll get better. And I think that's to answer your question. <clears throat> when I feel a little bit stuck, I feel like I need to go some to the, some places where I need to challenge myself. That's a little bit of the athlete, I think mentality, but it's also like the, I'm not feeling, if I'm not feeling good, what can I do to maybe change to work to get to where I do feel a little bit better. Mm. I think that's kind of how my brain kind of works and, and all this stuff. And um, yeah, so I think that's part of it. I saw that in, uh, I mean, we haven't talked a lot really at all about it, but I saw like you traveling a lot mm -hmm. and going out of town and setting up your own shows. And mm -hmm. I'm always like, I did that too when I lived in Chicago, Yeah, you know, I was just like, I'm just going to go on the road and like do my own shit. Yeah. And that's like really respectful because some people will just sit around and be like, I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. <clears throat> and then others go and get what they want. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be life. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like either you want it or you don't. It's, that's one of the cool things about comedy that kind of, you know, translates even from sports is like competition is competition or like just even I was a track and field athlete at the university before I played football. So it's a very singular sport. It's you versus you. Mm -hmm. Really, if you think about it, the only way you throw, I was a thrower. The only way you throw farther is if you work harder at your technique, you get stronger in the gym, you eat better, you don't drink, you, you know, do the right thing. So it, it's weird as it sounds. A lot of that is applicable to comedy and I'm, you know, I'm excited about like putting that into it and seeing, what happens, especially with the not drinking thing. <laughs> I think that's going to be a game changer. <laughs> it was, it's just so much fun to have a couple and go up there a little bit more loose, but it's not necessary. How long have you not been drinking? I don't even know. Um, I don't know the day or anything. Mm. I just know that I was like, I came back from a trip and I was just like, oof. <laughs> it was like five days in a row. I was like, eh, I don't need this. Anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, it's yes. like, yeah. Cause it's fun. You're like, you don't even realize that you're what you're doing to yourself. And, you know, I don't think I wasn't like when I was drinking, I wasn't like sad or anything. I was just like having a good time, having fun shows. And then but that just it's a slippery slope <clears throat> that I don't want to. There's too much. Um, My mom struggles with alcohol as well. So it's like we in the family just I just don't want to be that. I want to get mm -hmm. away from that. And I, I feel like I'm at the point where I can, you know. Are you in therapy? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Um. I've you thought seem about, like you're in therapy. Thanks. I've thought about it. Um, I feel like I should. I think feel like I will at some point. Um, but when I was a kid, uh, after the car accident and my parents got divorced, we were sent to therapy, or not therapy, or to see a counselor to see if we were being evaluated, whether we should have a therapist or a psychiatrist or something mm -hmm. like that. It was like court-ordered mm -hmm. because of what had happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I went in and had the evaluation, and they were like, he doesn't need a therapist or anything. And I thought that was now looking back, I'm like either that person should have been fired. <laughs> yeah. Or they just, my mom was just like, I don't have the money or, mm. or whatever. I don't know if that's what it was, but how soon after an accident were they doing this evaluation? Um, I don't even know. I just know that it was after cause we got into the car accident and I was five. I believe I was five years old. And then my parents split up. Like when we recovered, it was like, 
probably, I don't know, less than a year later. Mm. So you get a lot of those one, two punches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how that has kind of happened. Yeah. There's a couple other things that happened that way too. Um, I feel like there's some people who are just, not that there's people where bad things don't happen, but there are some where it's, it's always like a pile on when things happen. Yeah. Versus some just, you know, just kind of go through it a little bit easier, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, yeah there's something to that. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no rhyme or reason why yeah. things happen, but sometimes they do seem to happen to people in a way that you're like, God damn, like yeah. what the, like even my roommate, I'm like, that guy's been through way more over you know I've, I've been through a lot but then i'm like jesus i couldn't imagine having to fight cancer and have all that happen like mm-hmm. you know and then his roommate like steals from him yeah it's his like roommate crazy. fucking steals from him and like you know <laughs> eats a lot of his food because he wasn't eating that much it's a big <laughs> bummer <laughs> i didn't do that that He's much saying he wasn't uh, eating that much <laughs> damn really bad i'm gonna go with it i mean that's the comedic <laughs> instinct she started it who <laughs> Do you think do you think your comedy is dark? I think it's getting darker cuz I I feel like I'm at a point where I don't think any of it's good yet, but I think it's <laughs> like I don't <laughs> but I think it's um it's getting more honest and I feel like I understand like the tools and techniques more and uh I feel comfortable on stage uh more so that I can do stuff like that. Okay. Have you done like I cuz I I know that you I th- I th- I believe I've heard you do some stuff. Have you done like dark? You've done darker. I have. Yeah. 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 And how do you feel about like, do you, cause it's, it's hard. It's like hard to make dark stuff fun and funny. It's got, it's like, I feel like it's gotta be really good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Have you so. tried? Well, from my perspective and like, okay, I, would, I just want to say this. So like just then when you were like, I don't think it's good. Mm. Do you really believe that? I mean, I, until I, I feel like until I start to no, there's no until I feel like I think I just have that mentality because I don't want to be like, I'm doing great. And then just relax a little bit. I think I'm mm. still in like the beginning stages of stand up where, you know, I see people on the road and I see people in other cities that are so good that I'm just like, holy shit. Mm. You know, like I couldn't do that. And I'm like, well, how do they get how did they get there? I'm like, mm-hmm. they just were like probably just like, I'm I'm okay for a while. And <laughs> and like really just were working their asses off. And then eventually they got to be really good. Or they just had a, a better brain or something. I don't know. But like however it works, I feel like uh until I know like I feel like when other people start to tell you you're you're doing something, then then you can be like, Okay, I I have something going here, but I just don't feel like I feel like I have moments where things are going all right. Okay. But I just want to keep working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I've never been naturally good at anything. Like, 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 na- like, I mean, like, even track and field, like, I was okay at it, but I had to just put the reps in, like, over and over again. Football, same thing. Like, I just, I had to, like, really work at it. Mm. And I think stand-up, is, in a way, I've, that's kind of how I've approached it. And, like, how I've felt like I just have to work my ass off to to be better than people that are naturally better than me i feel that yeah and i could just be insane for thinking that but no that's, that's what i'm gonna keep doing I, don't know. I think that's a good like i think parts of that i definitely agree with like push yourself never be like i'm good enough and yeah. you know unless you want to feel like that no well it's a craft to get good at mm-hmm. I yeah mean, before i became friends with you i just thought comedians are just naturally funny people and they just 
tell, talk about their life and they're just funny the way they do it. But, but then learning it is a real like yeah. skill to hone and yeah. improve on and work at like, yeah. you know, just like anything else you do. Yeah. Anything that I th- I believe that anything in life that you want to get good at, you're going to have to put the work in, but like the things that are really hard to become successful at in, in life, um, it takes even more like that. I don't think people understand there because the way it's packaged, you see everyone when they're done with like working in the shadows and doing the things that no one, you know, like years and years of work and you just mm-hmm. get the final product and then you just go, Oh wow, they're just really great at this. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Holy shit. If you knew all the things that they had to do and the, the failure and the, that's one of the things about comedy that I love is when you fail, you get to um, evaluate it and then go and redo it and then get up there and do it again. And like, that's a mm-hmm. cool feedback loop to like for, for progress to feel good. You know, Shouldn't that be to, how we do life? Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm, uh. yeah, that is how we should do life. And I feel like the people that are successful in life and happy with their lives kind of implement that in their own ways. And then there's mm-hmm. other people that don't and they just go the other way. And yeah, I'm trying to do the, that way. Yeah. yeah. It's really perceptive. Um, yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. sound like you've been to therapy. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I might have a girlfriend like... that's been to therapy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're constantly what, Millie? Impressed with the guests that that haven't really been to any formal therapy, but very intuitive about self and life. And I'm almost thinking that's maybe a comedian trait too. That you you're always alone, not always alone, but like in that craft, you're alone a lot and like mm-hmm. self reflecting, and maybe that's part of it. Yeah, you have to be okay with be- being by yourself, and I think good comedy is honest comedy, and you have to look back at yourself a lot, and you have to. My my favorite people of all time, like they've done that. You know, I think mm-hmm. the people that you're like, you can't, you have to watch what they're saying. Um, they've really thought about who they are and in their relationship to the world. And yeah, that's, I think that's where good comedy comes from. The thing with being like, you know, you saying like, oh, I don't think I'm good yet. The reason I was like, oh, do you really believe that? Is because it's part of why I wanted to start this podcast because I feel like a lot of comedians are like, it's like, I don't know. They feel like they have to shit on themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think a, li- a little bit of, um, a little bit of, uh, um, <laughs> what, what do I want to call it? Uh, I'm not good with fucking words. Uh, the, um, yeah, the self deprecation, but like you have to be a little bit of a masochist to do this in a way. Bigger, <laughs> bigger word. Okay. <laughs> I know big fucking words over here. No, it's, it's, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like you have to have this like <laughs> self-infliction a little bit. And I think it's like I think it's also like being honest when you do shit on yourself a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think I think someone told me a long time ago, if you think you're good and you're telling people you're good, you're not good. If you if other people start telling you how good you are, then you're probably getting better, you know? Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's okay to like. I, I think no. I think <laughs> we don't like that. No. I think it's okay to be to be positive, and I do believe that if it helps you and like you're positive about your what you're doing, I think you should be proud of it. I think you should be. Um, if it if it helps you get better, I think. And it, are you proud of yourself? I'm I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of the some of the things I've done. Yeah, like in I've, comedy. I've, yeah, yeah. I've I've had a lot of, like. I've done stuff. <laughs> I've done some stuff. Yeah, no, I have, like, this is the thing. I have fun up there. Every time I go on stage, I have fun, even if it's at an open mic, and I still go to a bunch of open mics, and 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I think um, if I can get people in a, a five people, three people in a room to like chuckle, I'm like, that was cool. I, I'm proud that I did that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell them after to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, you fucking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bro like way. You three people over here, you like that shit, didn't you? <laughs> no, I won't do that. But it's, yeah, I, 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 I love doing this. So I, I think, um, yeah, there will be a day where I'm like, all right, that's, I'm proud of, I'm really proud of that. And I'm not going to like probably tell anyone, but. Corey, okay, please, Melanie. <laughs> so many things I can say. You want to be? We're not in a therapy tee, session. Tee no. off on me. Well, I, you were kind of saying it in so many words a minute ago, but it's almost like the way you're like, I have to think negative or bad because it's going to push you to be good. Mm, yeah. If I think I'm, and this is how my brain operates for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, of just I got to be humble because. It came down to my belief in, about myself that I wasn't a good person. Right. And if I wasn't humble and if I thought of myself as a good person, I'd be unaware of all the harm I was doing or how bad I was. Right. And so that belief, it was kind of like, it was a way to keep you in line. And I hear you kind of talking about like this, I can't really think I've arrived or that I'm good because it'll, it won't, it's like a drive to push you to keep trying to be better. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's a very old way of thinking yeah i agree that with we that. learn you know mm-hmm. we learn it from our upbringing in some way yeah like um, what if you just knew you were really good and also could get better yeah, yeah that's both are possible i yeah. agree with that i mean that's the, it's a healthier way I, to look yeah, at it i had to figure I, out how to do that i think deep down i do believe that i'm doing something pretty good but i also like um i come from like an italian family that's mm-hmm. like pretty cocky mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to just be an asshole also and like radiate like oh i'm i know i'm good. you know like there's that's something a, there's about a that there's a difference yeah in, i know like the like but that you see that's the perception of there there is a narrative you agreed to at some point in the culture you grew up in and the mm-hmm. family you grew up in yeah in society yeah. But that i'm an asshole if i think positive right if i think something of myself that i'm this narcissistic person right yeah no that, that shouldn't be the case but you're yeah I, I can see exactly where you're coming from i think i think in my like personal life i think that i do good things and i try to do good things and yeah. i've really tried to be like a solid person so i feel good about like i feel good in, about that like i've mm-hmm. made plenty of mistakes for sure i've done things wrong absolutely mm-hmm. I'm not saying i'm perfect but i feel like i've tried to live um a a solid life as 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 much as I can, and um, the comedy part is like I I think that's also interesting to be like how much of your worth is in comedy. How much mm-hmm. do you feel mm-hmm. from whether you're successful or not, or yeah, have a good totally. set or a bad set? So I think that those two I'm like I'm trying to keep them even a little bit more separated now that I go because <clears throat> I want my personal life to be healthy and good and, yeah. and normal and as normal as it can be, and then you know the comedy where it goes, it goes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm I, I do feel good about some stuff that I'm doing, and I'm oh, as I get better, I believe that I will be happy about it. I do believe that. <laughs> We've talked about this before too, like you saying like wrapping your worth up in comedy mm-hmm. is definitely tied. I don't know, it just like blends in together when you were like, whoever said that quote about like when people tell you you're good, that's when you're good. Yeah, I feel like. No, you're right. You're right. I, I think I think I said it wrong because you know. Um, but I think what I mean is, if you have like this quiet confidence about you, you don't have to brag to people. 
Yeah. Because I know a lot of people who brag, and it's usually the people beating their chest mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and t- letting everyone know how good they are that, like, they got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So I think what it is is, like, having, like, a quiet confidence to know that you can do the thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to – you're proud, but you don't have to brag and be outward yeah. about it so that people are like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's more so what I mean is, like, if you were to go to a place and other people were like, oh, that's so-and-so, like – not that you need that, but like that's more so what you're looking for versus walking in the room being like, I'm top dog here, which is what a lot of people do. A lot of comics that I've been around think that they're, they think so highly of themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah you're in all an right. Off-putting way. I'm like, you're all right. Have you been anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> Have you fucking been anywhere else? You're all right. I'm all right. all right. I'm all right. That's why I can say that. Go to a fucking open mic. No. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. (laughs) Yes. Is that the confidence you were looking for? Yes. No. I get what you're saying. I think, okay, I'll just say it. I like, um, I think you're very funny. Oh, thank you. Yes. And in some of your sets, I've seen you be like, I'm not funny. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Is that like you joking or is that? I think that's me like on a new bit maybe or a new idea that I'm throwing just like maybe not having the confidence or the right words and just being like, ah, that was, why did I say that? And like almost being like, I don't know, not working the crowd, but being like, this is the point where you guys know that I just tried something and it's, I know that it didn't, like, I know that that wasn't that good. I know that I could do better maybe. Got you. On a new thing. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever went out and did my full set and been like, oh, I suck. You know, <laughs> no. I, don't think, I don't think I've ever done that. That would be a different ballgame. Just ball crush game. it I'd and be like, like, well, I suck. I'm fucking the worst. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, you guys had to deal with that. And they're all like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah, that's almost scarier. <laughs> when, someone, when someone does well and then they're like, oh, I'm the You're worst. You're like, stay humble, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking bombed out there. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, no. Can I ask why you think you want to go to therapy? Um, good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone's doing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fit in. Just try out jokes. Yeah. Just For an hour, in. they can just listen to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell jokes. I hope whoever the therapist is, they're going to have to be okay with that. Um, but... Um, no, I think because I'm going to continue to try and grow as a person. Um, I want to do that. I want, I want a good life. I don't, I don't, and I think that I haven't um, done all, a lot of things that will help me improve my life. And uh, I'm excited to hopefully get to a point where I can, you know, try therapy and other things. And yeah, I'm, I'm for all of it. I'm even trying to, you know, nutrition and just different ways to like, feel better throughout the day and not drinking your coffee when you wake up first thing in the morning, just all shit like that. Just like little things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested in all that. So therapy is one that's definitely on the list. That's nice. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your support system look like right now? Like, do you, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I, I think, um, I have good relationships with, with my family back home. We don't talk a lot, but um, my grandparents are like basically my parents. You know, they're, nice. they're really, they're, they've been my parents. We, my brother and I both live with them when things were going kind of, mm. you know, awry with my parents. Um, so they're, they're great. They're always, they always have been great and we love going to see them. Um, 
Uh, I have a wonderful girlfriend. She's been fantastic. She is, um, yeah, she's someone that is like allowed me to get through a lot of the thing in a way, like, I don't know how to explain it, but she mm-hmm. just is, uh, she's been wonderful. Uh, she suggests all of her suggestions usually end up making me feel better because mm-hmm. she's going to therapy and she's thinking <laughs> of things and yeah, she's great. She's, mm-hmm. she's really, she's been a, a wonderful part of life and that's been huge. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would have been able to get through a lot of the stuff with my dad, mm-hmm. uh, recently without her. Um, my old roommate who, you know, we went through all that together mm-hmm. that we have a, un- he's like my brother, you know, yeah. there's, there's no, yeah. So like people like that, there's a lot of really good people in comedy too, that I talk to and I'm friends with, and we, you know, we bond on stuff and, um, people that I work with at the, at the restaurant have been great too. Um, yeah. So that's been about my support system and it's been, yeah, it's been more than I could ask for. I think in a lot of ways. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I want to circle back to when you asked me, but I want to ask you about uh, bringing up hard stuff in comedy. Have you tried to joke about your dad at all? I'm ju- yeah, I just started a new bit, and then I have been doing that bit with the dry, the car accident. And oh yeah, Melanie's <laughs> I mean, favorite. Yeah, she really loved that one. <laughs> uh, that's a new kind of joke that I'm gonna because it were it does hit kind of, but it's it's. The second part of it needs work. Like the misdirection's funny, but then there's a bunch of stuff that. Then you hit the dark stuff, and people are like, yeah. "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. like I talk about getting intubated and like just just crazy <laughs> shit." Um, but that'll yeah, that'll be exactly. She gets it. <laughs> what does intubated mean? Um, it's when they put, <laughs> put a, a tube, tube down, your, down throat. your throat, and shit. then <laughs> if you have a gag reflex, you throw up. And <laughs> I didn't. No, I did. I did, and I was like, "Yes, thank God." <laughs> Not that, it, not that it matters, not, but it's just, I was. But like, I mean, like, it's yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery slope if not, you know. I don't, okay, just throwing I... things down there when I'm like seven. Is not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not <what> you want? <laughs> yeah, they're entering me in hot dog eating contests and shit. <laughs> He doesn't need therapy. What what he needs <laughs> is tender goddamn condos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of fun places to take that. I think, and I just don't know where to go with it. You know, I like um, the hot dog eating. Thanks. Yeah, that's thanks. funny. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think the whole key <laughs> that I'm learning is like the really dark, crazy stuff. And I am doing one about my dad that I'm like trying to work on, and it's getting positive responses, but. I just recently found like the silly ending to it. So I'm, mm. I'm in the process of like figuring out how maybe that works. And uh, I think when it does work, it'll be good, but it might take the right audience too. You know, not everyone's ready for that. Some people are like, we didn't come here to get bummed out. I hear that a lot. And I'm like, that does make sense. They say that. Um, so, yeah, I hear, I hear people say that they're like, yeah, we're just not here. Like a lot of people are being trained to be like, I li- I like it to be lighter and mm. more crowd worky, which is cool. And I don't have anything against that. I think the, it's a good tool. And I think people are entitled to go to a show that they kind of want the right entertainment for them. I think that's fair, but I'm still going to fucking throw these dark jokes when I want. And cause there is an audience for that. There is. There yeah. totally is. Yeah. I think I'm in that stage of like getting, I want to get some of these down cause I think they're, there's some real humor there. And I love that. Yeah. And the, the football stuff too. I mean, when I do those jokes, they're like, there's, yeah, they're rooted in, that was a shitty time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, these jokes kind of helped me get through it a little bit. And it's not the most relatable topic, but 
Um, they hit. Yeah, they're, they're fun. I, like I think would, they're fun. I feel like it'd be easier to make jokes out of a topic that's not as relatable to everybody, if that makes sense, when it comes to the hard stuff. Because mm. my question why y'all have talked about some of this stuff is how do you make jokes out of really dark stuff in, when you never know who in the room this is very a raw thing? Sure. Mm. Like it just happened. And they're like, yeah. They're like I'm trying to get away from the thing that just mm. happened. Is that what you mean? And then they yeah, get reminded. Yeah, well, if someone's or, parent had just died and yeah. you're making a joke about losing a parent, that's going to, like, stir something for them. Sure. And it's probably not laughter, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it's really raw. And so I would, mm. I would think they could laugh about your painful experience with football if they can't relate to it versus if it's something more present for someone, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think that... Um, Is that not making sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, it could go a lot of different ways. It could make the person feel not 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 seen, but like there's a relatability that if it's a good enough joke, it could make them laugh. And like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. that kind of happened to me. That's funny that they're, you know, this make me feel better. Or it could make them feel like shit. Mm-hmm. I think overall, if you're going to a comedy show that you don't know exactly who the act is, you kind of got to be like, well, they're probably going to talk about anything. So just know that, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like everything's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. So if that comes up, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. And I've had more, I've heard stories of people being like heckling and being like, you can't talk about that. But for the most part, and in my experience, like I used to tell a joke about, make a wish and I had many people coming up to me and being like oh my god I went through that program and that joke is hilarious Mm -hmm. yeah and you know it's Mm -hmm. mainly people being like or like me fighting with my sister the southern shit they're like that's so accurate Mm -hmm. you know I feel like it's very rare for people to be like you really shouldn't say that yeah what's that maybe this isn't something you talk about openly as a comedian but the anatomy of making a dark joke a good one because you were just Mm. saying if if it's done well or do the in the you know say it a certain way like what's the anatomy of what makes something like that funny and palatable versus bombing yeah, yeah. that's a versus great like question. dragging the audience down yeah yeah because I've seen we've seen it all different ways you've mm-hmm. seen yeah um I don't know I think that there the silly for me the silliness needs to be there to like drag mm-hmm. people out of the darkness and if it's not <clears throat> unless it's like a really brilliant play on words it's like it doesn't it just drags the crowd down but it's got to be silly there has to be some sort of release at the end of it that Mm -hmm. the tension that's built up goes in the right direction so that's one thing that i'm trying to do i think that's how you you get through that stuff or you just have to be so like casual about it and like they have to know that you're clearly not affected yeah in Mm -hmm. in in a like as a present person it's not really bothering you Mm -hmm. then you can tell the joke but if you're still clearly i've seen it and i i mean i went to an open mic the day my dad passed and i talked about it a little bit because i was like i don't know what the fuck else to do Mm -hmm. and i tried to be really silly about it but parts of it weren't silly enough and i could feel the audience was like oh that's you why are you why are you here dude (laughs) (laughs) which is true but you have to like kind of be you have to show that you're okay and then the audience will usually read the body language and be like oh they're they're kidding they know it's a joke right and that's pretty cool i think that's really sweet that Mm -hmm. an audience like really cares about comics you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying they're like oh i mean you never want to hear all you're like shut the fuck up this is funny yeah (laughs) stop feeling emotion (laughs) (laughs) the hell's wrong with you just laugh at me damn it (laughs) yeah (laughs) but do, do you like in this beginning stages of talking about your dad 
do you start? Because I, I had a dark joke about my mom that I don't really tell anymore. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it would pop, but it didn't pop enough to where I was like, we're going to hang that on the shelf for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this joke in particular for me had so much, like a big thing happened. Like my mom shot my dad and he died. Jeez. Right. So that was like a lot to just like, that's a lot in a setup <laughs> to where I had to be like, yeah, I'm if, over that was, it. if that was the setup, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Where's the punchline? <laughs> it was more of a, a gunshot than a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had like a funny Good hat one. on or something. Like you could have like a, a fucking balloon guy. hat on. <laughs> Maybe you get away with that one, but uh, really um, yeah. But you, well, okay, let's say like some people have to be like, I had cancer. <clears throat> I'm okay. Everybody chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do that thing where you're like, yeah. are you doing that right now? Or are you just going into the joke? I don't have it figured out yet. Um, I think I started doing the joke a bunch of different ways um, when I, when he first passed, and now I'm kind of like working it into another set of jokes. So I'm like figuring out kind of where it's, it's working. Um, gotcha. But I, yeah, there's jokes that I thought I, I tried to do about him going to prison, which are dark, mm-hmm. but the crowds usually were like not okay with it because they're like, oh, so this weird. is this is this is fucked up, you know. You're like, I'm talking about it though. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to talk about it. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah. So I, I think um, I'm getting closer to making these jokes work, but I think that it just, like anything else, it just takes doing it and then rewriting it and then figuring out the tone of the joke and the emotion of the joke and where it fits between two other jokes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a really, I'm fascinated yeah, it's, it's a really big part of the whole thing, I think. And that's when you see someone who's, who's successful at it, you're like, why did they get that fucking joke to work when right. I, you know, it's like, because they thought about where it was in the set. They thought about how mm. they got to it and it's gotta be really good. Yeah. And you, I feel like it makes me want to revisit that joke. Cause as you should. You, I should. Yeah. Because I've only gotten to be a better comic. So when I look back at it now, I'll probably find a way. By the way, you're very funny. And every time I see you perform, I'm like, that, she's so goddamn good. Thank you. you. So, like, yeah. And I feel like I've told you that a bunch. I try to. But not enough, honestly. Not enough, honestly. (laughs) A couple more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's always always fun to watch and and impressive. And uh, yeah, I think you should get back to that joke and figure out how to make it. You, you know work for you and silly and whatever whatever also whatever you want it to be you don't have to i think that's another thing that's like you don't have to do these topics mm-hmm. you don't have mm. to do the dark stuff but when you do and it works out there's something to it that's like that's pretty fucking cool it feels so good right yeah that's what i was gonna say like it's such a um i don't know it's if like fun is the right word it's kind of <laughs> like, like the essence of why you're doing it like it's your like therapy yeah, right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so when and no one has that that story like if you come up with a good premise on like plants Mm -hmm. you're like okay that's pretty fucking good but if you come up with a good premise about your dad dying you're like only this yeah only i can do this yeah and that's when you start to like find out that you know you separate it'll separate you from like just the everyday stuff that like the very relatable topics like you talked about how there's you don't want to be super relatable which i kind of agree with like if you talk about an interesting thing that only happened to you in a um an interesting uh a, a relatable way that's what i'm trying yeah. to say something that only that's happened to you in a relatable way yeah. that's what i'm tr- i've always tried to do that with the football stuff mm-hmm. where i'm like most people aren't going to understand 
maybe kind of making an NFL team and then getting cut. They're not, but the whole like family stuff that followed it, I was like, this can be funny and relatable because mm-hmm. we've all had family members that are disappointed in you bringing up shit that you don't want to fucking hear about. Mm-hmm. And they still do it, which is fine <laughs> because it's funny. And I just laugh it off now. But like, you know, I mean, yeah, like a week after I got cut, like my cousin was, was, was like, hey, do you want to go to the game? I got tickets. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go to the game, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll bring my fucking cleats and I'll run out there. <laughs> I'll wear my uniform. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Did you go to the game? Read the room. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm totally disassociated from sports. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kind of getting back into it now, which is actually fun. Not not getting back into it. I watch hockey. Okay. Because um, I love hockey. I grew up playing hockey as well. But I found this out. Did you know how much college football players are making in the NCAA, like... I didn't think you could pay college football. They no, just no, no, got... They, they, pa- they passed it, and some... And it's it's unregulated, so, like, some of these oh dudes God. are making more in college than they would make in the, in the NFL. Some of these guys are not leaving college to play <gasps> in... Co- they're, yeah. they're staying in college because they're like, I'm going to make more money here. Does that make that you want to cross- go back? Oh, I already thought about it. Going back to college? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to find a college. I'm going to change my fucking name, shave my beard. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start training heavy again. And <laughs> I'm going to make money. I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like how much money are we talking about? Like they get Hundreds like of con- thousands of dollars. Do they get like contracts? Yeah. It's becoming like a thing. And then now they're tethering like their Instagram and like likeness wow. to it. And like. That's going to be not good. No, I knew this is, this whole place <laughs> is just turning into a giant, like fucking slot machine gambling. Like this mm-hmm. is just so people can bet on it and make money off it. And like the way, I don't know the way shit's going. It's just bizarre. Those poor kids. I know. Get yeah. It's by the machine mm-hmm. early. It's really, I, I feel like an old person talking about it, but I'm like, I'm 33. I sh- it's like, I'm not an older person, but I like the shit that's happening and how fast it's happening is not healthy, and I think anyone with half a brain can kind of realize that it's like it's going a little too fast. Yeah, young, dumb, with a lot of money. Yeah, like how is that going to be good for anything? Like, especially even just going to class or getting an education. Not that I did, but like those guys are just going to be. I mean, do whatever you want. They're going to do whatever they yeah. want. Yeah, I feel so cool right now talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I loved going back. Just <laughs> no, I I loved sports. Sports to me were great, and I without them, I don't think I would have been able to make it through a lot of stuff. Like just mm-hmm. being part of a team, training, getting away from stuff, get, working through stuff. I think sports are are beneficial in in some capacity. Do you feel like you can watch a Bills game and not be bitter? Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I know I'd still be. You know, I could still. Kick yeah. all their asses. Yeah, I, I know I could yeah. still play all right. I think I, I think about it. I do think about it sometimes. <laughs> I have like crazy dreams about like fucking, you know, the, it's game day and I'm like late for the bus and like, just shit like that. Like, wow. shit that, yeah, just cr- I still have like kind of flashbacks. Curious if someone handed you the other, like, you could have every dream you've ever wanted in sports or you could have every dream you ever wanted in comedy, which one Ooh, would you choose? That's a good one. Uh, I've thought about this comedy. Nice. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. I think I've always been more interested in creating things versus breaking things down, <laughs> which is, yeah. Nice. Like, I've just, uh, I've always, <laughs> my aunt is an architect in New York City, and she's, I've always been fascinated. And she got the fuck out of Buffalo, too, because she's like, um, see ya. 
which is awesome. Mm-hmm. She's part owner of a huge firm. She's been working in architecture and preservation for like 20, 30, probably 30 years now. Um, she's part owner of a huge firm. She, I watched her and I like was inspired by her to study architecture and in architecture school, you create things, you, you come up with concepts, you, um, you're very much so observing the, uh, environment that you're in to create something better, which I found was way cooler than just wanting to bash people. Like I had to, you know, like sports were were fun for me. I had a great time, but it just, I I think subconsciously I always wanted to do that stuff anyways, create stuff. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, quick question about the dad and the dark humor. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you need, do you feel like you need a laugh? Like there's comics now like <clears throat> Nanette and stuff like that where it's not really meant for a laugh, but you're going for a laugh. Yeah. Or do you just feel good saying it? Like Ritu had a joke where she was like, it never gets a laugh, but I just love saying it. I just it. like saying it. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on the part of the, the set that you're doing. If you do, you know, yeah. Cause I think there's, I mean, there's parts where I'm like, I'm not trying to offend people or piss people <laughs> off, but I'm like, if I do, I'm, it's part of it. Cause it's part, like, I think it's part of the, there, there should be this like back and forth a little bit. Like, I don't know. It's probably just the chaos that is just deep in me. But like, I think there should be like, a, they kind of don't like you a little bit and then they really like you and then they don't. And then they fucking, all right, at the end, do three where they really like you. And then they'll remember you. But the, at the end of the day, they're like, what the fuck was wrong with that guy? I love him. <laughs> I kind of like that. Oh, that's yeah, dope. So that's, um, what, yeah, that's what I'm going for now. Hell yeah. I want to say that Everybody that I, anytime your name is brought up in a room when you're not there, people talk about how good of a guy you are. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah. I know you were like, oh, I'm, I'm proud of how good of a person I am. And everyone else feels that too. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think both, like you said before, I think in this case too, both can exist. You can be a good person. You can look out for people. Um, you can help bring people up and mm-hmm. you can also be pretty good at, you could be good at comedy. Yeah. You took I think the pretty out. Yeah. You took the pretty out. You can, yeah, you can, yeah. you can do both. Um, I think that some people, it's a misconception that you like have to be this like beaten down, destroyed, angry person yes. to have a sense of humor. And that's not, this is not true. I think some of the greats were like that. They were just tortured people. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a thing, but it's not like, it's not a standard. I would say for you, your belief in yourself is what makes you so good. I mean, that's what I changed mean, the whole you game. You are funny. Mm-hmm. Like by like you, it's a, you're a natural at it, but I, I, from when I get to see you and when I see you just regular, not on stage, but then when I get to see that, I, your belief in yourself is like what lets you just like come alive. Yeah. That's, um, that's, a, I, mean, I think that's every time I see her perform, I'm like, mm-hmm. there, that is just really, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's awesome to see that come through. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That means a lot. I remember yeah. the moment leaning up against the counter as a server when I was like, I'm going to start believing myself because I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I tell everybody when they're like, what was the moment that changed? Like you went to go full-time comedy. I was like believing in myself. Mm-hmm. I had to like just go a hundred. the most <laughs> important ingredient, I would think, with anything that you're going to do. But mm. especially since we've been just kind of talking about it in the sense that I would guarantee if you start really leaning into I'm good. Mm. Not in the cocky way, but Mm -hmm. really in turn, like I'm good. You'll get better. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Have you ever seen me perform? I haven't. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if she's like, this guy? Like, <laughs> no. I take back no. everything I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> that'd, be, no. that'd be funny, though. But no, I agree with you. And uh, I'm, I'm working on that. I'll, mm-hmm. I will continue to uh, believe in myself more. And uh, I don't yeah. think it's ever like a thing you reach, too. It's still work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But you can take it, the feedback, and do so much more with mm-hmm. it, I think, when you're operating from that place. Very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, my my friend jokes, she's like, I love feedback more than anybody she's ever met. And she's like, you can just hear all the negative. And I was like, none of it is negative. Like, mm. I know I operate from a certain place. So anything, any feedback just feels helpful. Yeah. I get to sit with it and what I do with it mm-hmm. um, versus... I don't know. That could feel really triggering to hear feedback of like, oh God, it could pile on to I'm not good, you know? If you feel like you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. Versus it's like in this situation with this person, this was their experience of me and they just reflected it back to me. doesn't mean that's who I am, Mm. you know? Yeah. So I can, I can take that feedback and do something with it. Or even at the very least, I know how to be in better relationship with that person. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What do you feel about um, the old saying that like every great artist at the, even at the end of their life, they feel like something was like missing from even their best work. What do I think about that? Yeah. Have you heard that? No, but Corey's like, I just made it up. (laughs) Yeah. It's just totally. (laughs) Well, if it's an artist in particular, I would say that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause it's just a creative thing. And an artist has never arrived at what they right. wanted to create. So that makes sense to hear that in an artist I, context. Yeah. I think that's what I, not to be like the, it's an art, but like it's, <laughs> I think that that's what we all struggle with is like mm-hmm. being satisfied with what you've created versus what you know you're capable. Like there's that's yeah. that constant battle, but yeah. being more positive could get you even closer to mm-hmm. probably that thing that you think is missing. Yeah. So a thousand percent mm-hmm. in, in therapy today, we, our meditation was like, we're going to close our eyes and celebrate something. Mm -hmm. And I just filmed over the weekend something. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I just like allowed myself to celebrate without being like, but, but I did this, but this happened, but I just took two minutes to just celebrate. And I was like, wow, that was really nice. I Mm -hmm. just like, I have so much more life to live. Yeah. So (laughs) celebrating what I do is very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think small steps being happy with the small steps is, is part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. You build to something bigger if you're constantly just being like, I'm doing, all right, this is good. These little, these little changes mm-hmm. and I'm positive about them. And before you know it, you're doing stuff that you didn't think you were capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. I, and I've, I think I've subconsciously tried to do that more. So, yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend, Alex goes, sometimes you think you're going, whoop, but you're really going, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And do you do you find that there's <laughs> this is so crazy, but do you find that there's like a direct um you know, you can tell, especially in stand-up, if you're doing a little bit better, like you you might not notice it, but you'll notice by how other people that maybe are not threatened by you but they are like won't give you they're like you could tell when they're away from you that they're like i don't like how well this person's been doing you know that's like a direct thing that i feel so that's what you meant when like other people will let you know when you're good yeah when they're like fuck, I can't. oh yeah in insecurity when they're sad yeah a thousand percent 
It's so weird. But I don't hang around those people. No, I, I don't either anymore. I, I, I've, I've cleared myself of that. And I think that's what I'm excited about moving to a new place is just yes. like getting to know people that are comfortable with their whatever comedy they do and realizing that we all have our own lane and path and whatever. And you're going to come back to Nashville. This is how I felt in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I left Chicago. And then when I came back, they were like, Hey, you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it's, like, it, I, I was it's here. Competition. It's competition. Yeah. I think I was here the whole time. I was guys. I was here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I think coming from a very competitive thing and like kind of getting away from it and the toxicness of yes. it and, and like, potentially pro sports to then go back into a whole thing that was very much so also competitive and toxic and all that shit was tough. Like that's like something that yeah. I've also been like, Oof. I think that contributes to where I feel like, Oh, I'm not good enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, or, you know, cause it is a, it's in a competitive environment and that's sometimes what it breeds is uh, people will do anything. They will say anything. They will do any, thing that they can do to get themselves above. Right. That's a lot of people. But do. with comedy, you're with yourself and you're, you're right. making your choices. You're right. You're moving. Yeah. You're creating shows outside. Oh, yeah. You're traveling. So yeah. you got the power in this. Oh, movie. I got the power. You yeah. got the power. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm very, very excited. And I'm going to be back tonight. I'm going to still run some shows in town and I will be back like hopefully close to once a month. So Dope. it's going to be great. Do you have a show before you leave? Before I have a move? few. He's um, on Don't Tell yeah, this I'm weekend. Don't tell. Yeah. Might come. Yeah. You should come to that one. Mm -hmm. You should That would be cool. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like in the back like, <laughs> she brings a huge so notepad <laughs> it's like bigger than she's her just fucking like, she's writing me like messages she's like no <laughs> textbooks like, <laughs> um what do you like to do for you like what's your favorite thing just self-care thing um i love to cook <gasps> yeah I think cooking is my, <laughs> I try not to post about it because I'm fucking annoying. And I'm just like, on my story, look at the potatoes I cut. This is annoying. Are you talking negative about yourself? <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know, you're right. I want to post so much food stuff, but um, <laughs> I used to do it way more. Um, but it's, no, I love to cook. I love to watch cooking shows. Um, I love to, I love to work out. I, I do love to work out. Um, what else do I love to do? I love to hike. There's a lot of stuff. I love that you love to cook, man. Yeah, I think That's cooking a... is like my, like as far as like a therapeutic thing that I can think mm -hmm. of that is one thing that would I would go to, it would be that. Because it's once again, it's creating something, mm -hmm. which I yeah. love. Um, it's like um, you have your own way to make something and mm -hmm. you know the first bite if it's good or not and you know what to, <laughs> how to change it the next time if it tastes like shit or like you put too much salt whatever it is yeah i love that i mm -hmm. love that concept so that's great yeah well tell um everybody where they can find you on the socials yeah you can find me at Corey j knox uh on instagram is that C-O-R-E-Y? C-O-R-E-Y-J. Knox, my middle name's Jerome, which is cool. Um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> which is sick. Yeah, which is pretty it's cool. fucking dope. People don't realize how cool that is. <laughs> they <laughs> will soon. They will. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really... Uh, I'm on Facebook. It's just Corey Knox. I'm on... I guess I'm on TikTok. I don't know. I really don't pay attention to it. But yeah, th those are just the places. Okay, dope. Thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah, Thank you so wonderful. much for having me. Y'all were great. This is awesome. Um, and congratulations on doing this. This is really cool. And uh, congratulations to everything in comedy that you've been doing. And Same to you, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. I wish the best for you. Yes. You're going to kill it in Austin. Yeah, thank Aww. you. Yeah. You're going to keep doing what you're doing, which is wonderful. So Thanks, man. Yeah. Mm. be great.
Thanks for listening to I'm Fine, It's Fine podcast. I am trauma therapist Melanie Reese, and you can find me across all platforms at Trauma Therapy Nashville. My name is Amber Autry. I am a comedian here in Nashville and internationally touring. You can find me on all platforms at Amber Autry Comedy. And while you're at it, make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, reviewing this podcast. I know that sounds like a lot, but it helps so much. And we're, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're healing. It feels good. Mm-hmm. So just like, just a little extra sauce, sharing it with a friend, rate and review it. It really helps and we appreciate it. Yeah. And if you have a topic or um, conversation that you want to hear us talk about or a story you'd like to share on your own, shoot us an email at I'm fine sometimes at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.